0: It's done! The National Exchange Hotel has a new sign. Designed by Andrea and Rich Good and painted by Crew Dorsey with help from Kent Hardenbrook, visitors to downtown Nevada City are now welcomed by a mural hand-painted in black, white, and gold. I caught up with Crew Dorsey a few days before he finished and asked him about his process and about some of the controversy that surrounded the painting. My name is Crew Dorsey, and I am sign painting the new National Exchange Hotel uh, signage on the east wall. Could you describe what it is that you're painting on the side of the National? Oh my goodness. Um, It is a Victorian, ornate, traditional lettered sign. So... Um, you'll see that there's clearly some lettering on there um, and around that um, is like filigree or scrolls or what some painters may call them Um, that's usually considered for like decorative bordering and things like that so essentially you uh, lay out the letters and then try and decorate the letters with these uh, filigree elements um, and what you'll see on the top is essentially the brand new National Exchange like logo insignia. And then what runs vertically down the banner is a little message to everybody that says, welcome to Nevada City. And did you come up with that design? No, I did not. Um, so uh, Andrea and Rich Good um, are two of the main designers that had worked between the National and the Holbrook, um, the two of them had gone back and forth between um, the city permitting and and everything that uh, required approval uh, the design actually went through several iterations colorways sizes um, it really had quite a few evolutions before what we see today um, so i really commend them for taking work that was already approved for the job that they took on and continued to iterate it to meet the needs in order for us to have it approved. Um, But yeah, serious respect to the two of them as as designers. Um, They have a wonderful taste in design, so I'm feeling pretty privileged to get to express uh, my skill set by transferring their art onto the wall. There's a lot of steps that go into painting a sign that big. I asked him to explain a bit of his process. Yeah, so obviously there's like an internal team of people that are kind of like vetting the art prior to it going to city and any type of like uh, council that needs to review it. Um, So that would be the kind of the process there in that step. And then once the city was approved, uh, that's when I got the email that we could now revise our initial proposals, look at the new art um, and begin to uh, bid the job, you know, Due to this being something that was prolonged three years, um, and being post-COVID, we've had a lot of price changes and things like that as far as the materials go that I'm utilizing. So, uh, so then we, you know, evaluate everything that's going to go into it, time and materials. Um, from there, the, you know, uh, the client, the national. Uh, goes about approving that. And then from there, I receive the finalized art. Um, that art's received in what's called like a vector file format. And that means it has infinite scalability. So I can make the art any size um, that I please. And then so with that file, that enables me to then um, scale the art to be specific to the dimensions that uh, I survey from the site and so upon surveying those dimensions, I can then scale the art accordingly to fit the wall. I shoot a photograph of the wall and mock that, um, that art on top of it to create a digital um, concept. And then I have that approved by the client to make sure scaling and size and everything is still correct and following within the parameters we receive from the city. Uh, And then at that point, I take that art and have that printed into templates. And those templates um, for this particular piece is about 120 linear square feet. And so once those are printed out, then I hand cut all of those templates with an X-Acto knife uh, with every single element that you'll see on the wall later. And uh, once we've done that, we place those templates onto the wall. We take a pencil and then mark in those template lines that I had previously cut once we've done all the marking and everything on the wall, we essentially go straight to paint. Um, This particular instance, though, with the building being as old as it is, we found ourselves having to do uh, quite a bit of restoration work and hole filling and things of that sort in order to have a surface that was smooth enough for us to create some of the ornate details that we have. So that was a little bit of a caveat on this one. Um, My process stands as I spoke to it, but uh that was a little bit of a hiccup and something to expect with these older buildings so what are you using what kind of paints are you using and and is it brushwork is it spraying so, yeah, that's a great question. Um, no spraying involved. That's for a multitude of reasons. Um, really, number one is just the liability of overspray, you know, getting on other buildings, people's vehicles and things like that. Um, so in a particular location like this, that's so urban focused. So this is a 100% done with brushes and rollers. Um, the only time the rollers are used is to do the large backfill colors. But yeah, so it's all brushwork. And then as far as the paints go, um, actually, not special paint at all. Historically, people would expect uh, signs to be painted with like oil or acrylic. Um, but due to the fact that this wall already has an existing latex paint on it, and because it sits on an east facing sunrising wall, um, we couldn't apply oil or acrylic atop of the latex because oil or acrylic essentially doesn't have malleability. And so it uh, cracks over time. And so we are using standard exterior latex paint that you would expect on any home. Um, It is the highest end of the paint. So this particular paint will come with um, primers and sealers and things of that sort in it. So it's certainly for more commercial and industrial use Um, And then the gold that uh, you'll see in the art is a bit of a specialty paint in the sense that it's not often that you find metallic paint that's made in latex. And so that's a bit of a specialty paint that we had to source and hope that it would arrive here on time. And fortunately it did. It's a beautiful paint. And if, if I can mention, it's up close and unfortunately most people won't see up close But when you see it, it looks like gold nuggets on the wall due to the wall being so textured. So I can't help but to think that it's appropriate for some of the traditional history that's lied here. So my understanding is that there was a bit of controversy about having a sign painted on there. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, I'll start by saying I wrote the contract for this sign in 2019 and it's 2022 today. So uh, three years is what it took um, to, you know, find a persuasive vote. Um, you know, I definitely understand a lot of the community concerns and kind of like divided opinions on it, just in the sense of once you, once you allow something like this, it can, um, how do I put this? Maybe just enable people to know that it's a possibility now, and I think that that worries the community to see that we may have you know buildings littered with um, maybe just art that's too vibrant. So that that's what I know of is that there was a lot of conflict there, but really that all that all is rooted in the original historic regulations for square footage for signage, and um, you know so at the end of the day, that's just. Uh, old legislation that we're just working around, and, and that comes with a lot of people's beliefs and reasons why it should or shouldn't change. And so, you know, that obviously prolonged a lot of that process. And you know I really do think the community members that came out and and really just supported everything about this and and took the time to express, like, a level of interest and and effort to make this a possibility because this really is an honor for me to do, and I feel uh, really quite proud to leave a mark, especially in a local community of mine, so... Yeah, as conflicted as it was and as much as we had to go back and forth to make it happen, I'm I'm certainly grateful that it has come to fruition. I hope that everybody can appreciate it, um, even for those that maybe weren't in support, can see it now and, and think about it differently. And what's next for you, crew? Um, pretty much just go back to my normal, uh, my normal work. So uh, just to preface, I actually usually only do about one sign a year, and they tend to be really big. Um, they're such an intensive job. And I'm normally a graphic and web designer and run a um, graphic design and marketing agency. So... After this, I'll go back to that, working for assorted local businesses um, that I work for, and, yeah, that's pretty much the next step. And where can people see your work? Where can people get a hold of you? Oh, yeah. Um, so just my name. Um, really, you could search that on just about any, like, social media. Uh, Dorsey, C-R-U-D-O-R-S-E-Y. So you could find uh, find me at my website, which is crudorsey.com or Instagram, Crudorsey, LinkedIn, Crudorsey, all those. Just uh, search my name on that platform, and you ought to find me. There's not many of those names out there. Crew, thanks a lot for taking your time out, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you too, Claudio. It's nice to uh, get some of this out there and let the community hear every side of it.